Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Tuesday. Vacation, staycation, just as long as it wasn't an altercation. That's really the 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 rubric that's really the criteria uh i had an extra long weekend as you know wasn't even around at all for last week and so i actually ended up spending the long weekend as more of a staycation but prior to that had gone to the mountains gone to jasper to visit uh and and it'd be the first time uh there to actually explore in a while i remember stopping in for a night last year during the entire summer one night in the mountains it just wasn't enough so had to be an extended trip extended visit went camping to do like you know ultimate social distance and uh, and had a great time. Uh, saw beautiful sights. Had just the best luck with weather. I mean, there was tons of rain, but it was main, mainly like during driving times, not actually during trying to sleep or set up a tent time. So it really did work out. Um, did anybody else get out of town, or or what did you do to spend your August long weekend? Uh, give me a call or a text to let me know. I want to chat about it. Seven one five cruise. Once again, seven eight zero seven one five two seven eight nine to get in touch. Um, now uh, there's some. Uh, some scenery was seen, some wildlife, uh, very little. I was expecting a little bit more in the in terms of animals, but we did get to see some at least. Uh, what else? Tried the skywalk, the uh, the Jasper Columbia Icefield skywalk for the first time. Shook my knees together uh, on that one for sure, but had an ag- ag- amazing time. And uh, what else? Uh, yeah, didn't cause any major disasters, uh, whether personal or to other people. So I mean, that was good. One thing of note, uh, I, I feeling a sense of of unrest and unready for the school year to start only because during one night at one campsite the very next stall over so still a distance away there was a couple of boys who were uh, having a little bit of an argument within their tent and decided to resort to coughing (coughs) (coughs) and then saying things like I have corona now you've got it too so you know uh, we're in good shape for school to start in September you know we got back and uh, then a couple days later on Friday specifically in the mail was an envelope my girlfriend brings in she's like oh I think it's a speeding ticket and I'm thinking I can't remember the last time that I got one of those in the mail it's been a long time so I don't remember what they look like so I mean she must have just felt the energy coming out of the envelope as she was uh, as she was bringing it over going I think I think it's a speeding ticket sure enough it was of course open it up and yeah dinged for a speeding ticket going 11 kilometers over uh, a 60 kilometer zone uh, so you know re- really just Ripping through, but still, admittedly, going over the speed limit. Uh, but we couldn't figure out right off the bat when uh, or where. And it's in the most obvious location, but still, I was pouring over this ticket going, when could this have happened? We obviously took a trip. So I'm like thinking, oh, it must have been in the exuberance of, of, of being out on vacation somewhere and maybe a slightly unfamiliar road further than 63. You know what I mean? Like somewhere else, far, far away, far flung, definitely came from there. It definitely had to be somebody maybe, uh, you know, being overzealous in a different area of Alberta. Uh, but of course, no, no. In fact, it is uh, dated and located right here within the RMWB, right here within Fort McMurray. And 
the exact uh, moment that we were celebrating in the car going, yay, nothing else needs to happen. We got the vehicle packed up. We've got everything that we need. And now it's all gassed and every fluid has been double checked. We are ready for the open road. It was the excitement of being ready for the open road that caused my foot to gain a couple of pounds and press a little harder on the gas pedal, I guess. Oh, well, great. Great way to bookend the the, uh, the the journey. You get the ticket you don't even know right at the beginning, and then you get the news of the ticket you didn't know you had right at the end. Fantastic. I've been to the mountains many times in my life, but a uh, fairly new addition to that scenery, especially at the Columbia Icefields near Jasper, is the Skywalk. Uh, if you don't know, you've probably seen photos of this engineering marvel. It's uh, clear glass, or clear materials anyway, that seem like glass, uh, that you get to walk right out up onto, uh, and it's like jutting right out from the side of the mountain, out over a valley, you're hundreds of feet up in the air, and I mean, like, if you were to fall, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. This, I mean, hope it's been a good run so far. Of course, nothing close to the kind even happened. This thing is so safe. They talk about how they've got like the same cables that keep entire suspension bridges up in the air are used to, you know, support a few people. They say you can land two uh, gigantic jumbo jets on there and still have some weight uh, clearance to spare. So, you know, I was feeling pretty safe about it, which is kind of funny because I, in my relationship, am absolutely the one who is far more afraid of heights to the point where I get like six, seven, eight stories stories up in a building and I'm on the balcony and I'm white knuckling it without even really realizing it just because I'm like I don't want to do it I don't want to deal with this situation at all Uh, whether it is an instant impact situation or there's some suffering going on you see where my brain goes I'm like I don't even want to live in this place inside my own brain let alone bring that to real life so a little bit afraid of the heights however it was a complete role reversal as it was my significant other who booked the excursion who thought this would be a great way to do something a little bit different experience the mountains in in a new way and I was thrilled and loving it and feeling the fear and feeling the nervousness but feeling the adrenaline rush as well meanwhile she I mean well she absolutely did it walked out right onto that skywalk looked down took it all in was very nervous about it Um, she was far more afraid of the situation than I was and I was not expecting that have you experienced the skywalk Uh, did you find it to be completely terrifying especially when some kid from some other family starts jumping on it just to see if you're going to feel that wobble under your feet and yes you kind of can let me know the tale hey alexa play the steve reeve podcast mtv video music awards are going ahead full steam for a live broadcast on august 30th from brooklyn's now audience free barclays center the event is going to feature performances from various iconic locations across new york city as well as two pandemic specific new categories there's going to be best music video from home as well as best quarantine performance being awarded a host of musicians also took part in a giant cover of burt Bacharach's what the world needs now is love during a virtual version of the newport music festival the folk festival the video was released yesterday featuring sounds like this with more than two dozen collaborators there are too many to mention directly but the video is absolutely worth viewing 
And that's music news for today. The Donaire has come under fire, my friends. I, myself, am a big fan of the Fort McMurray Donaire, which is a little bit derivative, but I mean, guys, a lot in common with the common Donaire from the uh, the Maritimes, from the East Coast provinces, where it is told to have originated, even though there's other versions of it pretty much all around the world. So maybe that's not quite the true story. Bottom line is, they are absolutely delicious. I'm a big fan. And even at a time in my life when I moved out on my own from Fort McMurray uh, into Capital City, into, into Edmonton, I, I was on a quest without a vehicle to my name, using public transpa- transport uh, to try and find a Fort McMurray Donaire within the city of Edmonton. And I had to try many locations before I was able to find it. I hear tell new generations don't have to look very hard at all, as there have been some, you know, friends franchise expansions shall we say but i did go on a quest and i did find some pretty good fort mac uh, version donairs within edmonton jim gaffigan the comedian he's talking about the halifax donair and uh, he's got a bone to pick with it saying it makes him feel sick in fact i'm convinced that uh, the donair was just created so we can digest poutine <laughs> right some guy went to the doctor. I had poutine a month ago. And the doctor's like, I'm going to prescribe you a donair. Is it going to work? I'm also going to give you a prescription for a diaper. It's very important you put the diaper on before you eat the donair. What makes a great donair great? Wednesday. Yesterday was wild when the uh, the footage, the news came out about the gigantic, I don't know if that word even covers it, the just astronomically massive explosion that happened in Beirut, um, in, in Lebanon's capital. Um, it's just, just a humongous scale. Um, people are saying that, uh, you know, there's reports of, of, of the shockwave of it being felt or heard as far as like 150 miles away. Um, and just the footage alone was just absolutely wild to watch. Um, I was, I don't remember what I was distracted by, mostly likely the pets or something yesterday uh but i was at home in the living room and uh my uh, significant other uh was just letting like basically getting the news for the first time and i wasn't really paying attention and i looked over at the screen she's saying oh no there's an explosion and there was a video on the screen of smoke up in the air and i went oh okay well okay there must have been an explosion and i looked away and i wasn't really paying attention and then i heard this gasp like i mean a true <gasps> gasp but i look back over uh, and my girlfriend is looking back at the screen and now all i can see is just like gray in the video just just you know nothing else and so she rolls it back she's like did you see that no i wasn't paying attention played it back unbelievable unbelievable uh there are uh, there's a gov- governor in beirut uh named abud who's saying that he he's never seen anything like this in his own lifetime and he likens the destruction and how quick it was to that of what happened in in japan uh and nagasaki um in Hiroshima and Nagasaki with, you know, the nuclear weapons that were dropped on there. Um, obviously not a nuclear weapon, but a gigantic, massive explosion and still more details to come on this. It looks like, uh, the, the reason for the explosion itself, the chemical reason has been discovered. As for the factors that led to it being able to explode, still kind of up in the air. Uh, and also the relief efforts are really just starting to ramp up over there. 
at the site. So, I mean, ugh, I, it's just an awful situation, and I hope that good news comes out of it, but there are just a lot, a lot of injured people and a lot of debris and a lot of cleanup, and it's not a good scene. Get ready to place a new order for some new order. The band has gone back to the archives to release a commemorative box set version of their second album, Power, Corruption, and Lies. The set is going to include an LP, two CDs, two DVDs, and a book, and is going to be available in early October. I believe pre-orders are going to be listed soon. Um, and Alanis Morissette has teased a ticketed virtual escape experience that's in conjunction with the release of her new album called Such Pretty Forks in the Road was released last week. The virtual experience, though, uh, will begin a limited run starting August 22nd and uh, will accommodate single users or groups of up to five people at once for whatever the experience is. And that's your music news for this morning. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Something straight out of uh, Saturday morning plotline from your childhood. Um, an SOS message was written on the tiny beach of the tiny island of Pikelot, uh, which is, uh, I don't even know exactly where in the world. Apparently, apparently it's a member of, of, of Guam Islands and is uh, in turn owned by the states of Micronesia, the Federated States. Regardless, these guys they were planned to appear somewhere in the world. Their intended destination was on July 29th. They did not show up. So, of course, a search party started to go out for them. And uh, as was told by a U- U- uh, U.S. Air Force lieutenant colonel, um, they were like about to end their, their search, actually, at least that pattern of it. When they had to avoid some rain showers, so they turned, they looked down, saw a tiny island, said, let's check it out, and they saw the SOS written on the island's beach and a boat right next to it. Next thing you know, these three men have been uh, helped out and and have been rescued and been saved and been brought to the mainland, and I think that this is absolutely fantastic. And it also kind of makes me think that maybe we do need to actually take some other cartoon trope scenarios a little more seriously. I think I'm going to have to actually be prepared to encounter quicksand at any point, at any time. Okay, maybe that's a little bit extra paranoid, but still, this is proving the point. Cartoon scenarios can play out in real life. You just have to be ready for them. Yes, there is a story that is absolutely true now on the internet of three mariners who were saved thanks to... I mean, they weren't showing up where they were supposed to, so a search party did go out. But the way they were saved is they were on a tiny deserted island. Picture it like a cartoon. Tiny deserted island. They wrote SOS on the beach. And because of that, they were spotted and they were saved. So what other cartoon scenarios do we actually need to be prepared for now in life? Now that this has been proven to be an actual thing that isn't just out of stories. Uh, quicksand, for one. Uh, the, the, the old standby, uh, 60s movies and television made everybody fear quicksand in every way, in every aspect of their lives. Turns out... It's a real thing, but not like they depicted in the movies and stuff, and it kind of just like turned into now, still, to this day, a cartoon trope. A um, couple of other ones, causing avalanches by arguing. I'm not going to test it myself, but probably not something you need to worry about on the daily. Never ordering products from Acme. They're never going to work. Painting a tunnel on the wall to create an actual tunnel. I need to try this. It could be the secret to, to a, a smoother commute, really. It truly could be. Um, what about talking animals in the woods? I'm just going to be talking to every animal I see, just in case, just to test the theory. Running too fast? I do believe that that is actually a detriment, because if you run too fast, you're just going to end up running past the same three rocks, two trees, and a mailbox over and over and over again. 
and you're not going to get anywhere. Or if you stand at the edge of an overhanging cliff, you do have this to hold on to to keep yourself safe. Sometimes only the actual cliff itself falls, and then you out on the ledge, out on the, the tip, you get to stay there and hang in the air and defy gravity for a little while. So these are things you just absolutely need to be prepared for in real life now that we know that if you're stranded on a deserted island, you actually do want to write SOS on the beach. Maybe throw up some smoke signals. Thursday. Irish pub not in Ireland, but in Spain, gotten a little bit of attention on the internet because of a banning. A banning of a classic sing-along song, Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline in the time of COVID. I mean, we we kind of all made the jokes when pandemic really started to ramp up earlier in the year. You know the lyrics, that you know, the, touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. None of that's really a great idea in a public setting, especially with, with strangers during COVID-19 times. But there's another reason, and this is more of the solidified reason that the ban has gone into place in this particular bar. Because, you know, when the speaker box goes... You know that every single person in the bar goes bop, bop, ba, putting those tiny little water droplets, those speaking moistly aerosols out into the air. And usually when you're singing, and especially when you're singing after maybe having a beverage or two, tend to be a little bit loud. I get it. There is some science to this, but there's also a grain of salt to be taken with this ban in particular. Really, it's a talking point. It's just meant to be fun. Changes when it comes to the dispatching for medical emergency services. In a nutshell, uh, AHS in the province has selected uh, four communities, Wood Buffalo being one of them, to to bring back into the fold of the way that they've been doing things. This consolidation has been going on for over a decade, I guess. But we've been doing things the way we've been doing things since like the late 70s, and it's kind of been working out. And a big part of that is because of our area, our geography, our landmarks. Uh, people are pushing back saying, well, we shouldn't update this because somebody who's hundreds of kilometers away might not know what the heck Super Test is. That's the one that's being thrown around a lot. Super Test. If you're not from here, you haven't been here for a while, what is Super Test? Where it, it, is it located? What are they testing? Why is it so super? These are questions you might have. But that's just one in a drop in the bucket of a lot of landmarks around here that like... Just by name alone. What? Where is that? That bridge to nowhere. Can you imagine a call <laughs> into uh, you know a 911 emergency dispatch telling people to go to the bridge to nowhere and they don't know where that is? Not going to work out so well. The old train tracks, for instance. Uh, or the salt mine ruins at the tar flats. Uh, the roadside fishing pond. Sasquatch Falls, a.k.a. the hidden waterfall. The gazebo. You're on a call. You're just like, they need to come to the gazebo. You might not know where that is. Uh, old Airport Road, a place known only as 10 Foot that I remember partying at back in the day. Um, Tower Road, even. And I mean, that's just one example of, of a road name that is shared by like every community in the entire province, let alone, you know, Main Street. Franklin itself is pretty common. There's one of those in just about every town in Alberta, it feels like, not to mention all the other ones. So I understand the pushback. Maybe, maybe this just isn't the best plan because if I'm ever injured near Supertown, I'm gonna want somebody to come as quickly as possible. There's more re-released Music Gold news this morning. David Bowie's famed Paris show from 1999 is full of rarities. The performance came after Bowie was awarded France's most esteemed artistic honor, which inspired Bowie to unearth his entire career for the audience that night. Uh, the Something in the Air concert will be released digitally on August 15th next week. 
Tom Petty's also released some uh, lost music. It's called uh, Wildflowers. There's a song called There Goes Angela, Dream Away that is available at TomPetty.com, but hidden behind a five-question Tom Petty quiz. So you're going to have to uh, you know, be a super fan or at least go the second route and enter in your email address to be able to access said song. And sadly, drummer Tony Costanza has died at the age of 52. Costanza was an original member of Machine Head. In addition to playing with bands like Crisis, Debris, Inc., and Crowbar, the only details about his cause of death are that he passed away in his sleep. Very sad and condolences, of course, to the family and everybody affected. That is your music news for this Thursday morning. Friday. The Mandela Effect. If you're unfamiliar with what that is, you probably already kind of know it, just maybe not by name. It's that weird, unsettling sense of people collectively having memories together of things, pop culture things, that actually didn't happen or were slightly different than they were. People swear they know that Nelson Mandela died in captivity on a certain date. Other people remember him, a free man dying on a different date. But they both remember it. And people will sometimes even remember both. And it's weird. Your brain starts to go through memories. And you go, okay, what kind of X-Files sci-fi stuff is going on? It's actually quite simple. Really, it's just a mem- matter of our memories not actually being memories. It's not like putting a VHS tape back in the cassette from back in the day in, in, in the machine and pressing play and seeing the exact same image, just maybe a little bit downgraded in quality. It's not like that. Whenever you access your memories, your brain actually just reconstructs the memory. And sometimes it skips a beat or takes the path of least resistance and fills in some blanks for you to make it a little bit faster. That's how our brains kind of work. For example, Looney Tunes, if you were to spell that, classic, Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny and Friends, Looney Tunes, T-O-O-N-S, yes, cartoons? No, incorrect, it's actually Looney, T-U-N-E-S, like music. I don't know why, but it's real. Go check it out. Does George, Curious George, have a tail? Got to tell you, he never did. It's never been there. Never been there once. How many E's are in Febreze? And it's not what you thought. Same thing with Oscar Mayer. Uh, you know, my baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. No, M-A-Y-E-R. There is an A in Oscar Mayer. Okay, two A's. And the list goes on. I mean, there's tons of examples of this. I want to know which one blew your mind the absolute most. And then there was new Blink-182 music and speculated first evidence of Tom DeLonge being ready to rejoin the band. There is no trace of him on the track, but there's also no trace of Matt Skiba, who kind of sort of took over for him in the new song called Quarantine. Sounds pretty Blink-182-y and also just so very relevant. And speaking of new music, there's actually some unreleased prints being released by his estate. Uh, it's called Cosmic Day, and it's one of uh, this kind of like heralded, revered uh, co- items from the collection from inside the vault. Um, and it's actually going to be kind of released in conjunction with the Sign of the Times reissue arriving September 25th. But now you can uh, stream Cosmic Day on Apple Music and Spotify right now. Here's a taste of that. in time. 
time to 1986 when it was recorded. And that is a slice of your music news for today. There are some things in life that you just kind of cannot believe actually need to be said out loud. And I'll give you an example. Don't drink hand sanitizer. One of those things you think, why Why would anybody even need to use their breath, to use their brain cells, their, their energy, to say such an obvious statement into the world? Well, now, this is not huge numbers or anything, but the CDC down in America, they actually just made an announcement, a report, that uh, some people have been getting sick after ingesting hand sanitizer. They don't say why. There's really no answering why. I mean, perhaps maybe some people are like, maybe it'll substitute as an alcoholic beverage. It does not. Maybe some people think, well, that's one way to get that COVID out of my body. Doesn't work that way, I'm afraid. It does more harm than good. In fact, they say, this is actually crazy. Four deaths and six seizures, 15 uh, hospitalizations between May and June in Arizona and New Mexico alone. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, like it would, you wouldn't even need to say it if it was just like a case or two. You know, three makes a pattern, and this is way more than three, so it does need to be said. Don't drink the hand sanitizer. Can't believe it has to be said. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Talking about things you can't believe you actually have to say, or rather, that somebody has to say out there into the world as a true statement. For example, don't drink the hand sanitizer. Very happy to see it's been very, I mean, extremely small numbers, but the CDC still did make a report, a statement saying some people have died after ingesting hand sanitizer. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, for instance, here's another example out of the UK of something you can't believe needs to be said. A man decided he was going to propose to his girlfriend. That sounds very, very sweet. He was going to make it a romantic affair with candle light and everything. Got tea candles out. He got them ready to go. This all sounds fine. None of this is a problem. Until he left to pop around the corner to go pick up his girlfriend and took her back home to an apartment that's now on fire. Uh, setting the love ablaze, I guess. Uh, she said yes, by the way, after the fact. Yeah, I might, I might, I might have given a try again, a redo on that one. But you know what? As long as the romance is alive, here's the thing that doesn't, shouldn't need to be said. Don't leave candles unattended. Don't light tea candles and pop around the corner for any reason. How about one a little bit closer to home? Just was reading about this a couple of days ago. There are five Albertan lakes that now are rated as not safe to swim in because there's too much fecal bacteria in the water. Things you can't believe need to be said. Stop pooping in our lakes. Got a question for you. And, you know, try to be as honest as possible. How many times have you told yourself to slow down on the snacking while we've been in weird quarantine lockdown times? I know myself, it has increased. It has increased from a question of, uh, oh, you know, a couple times this week to like, oh, how many times per day do you mean I've told myself to stop looking in the cupboards and in the fridge for something to eat when I've just eaten something and I know I'm already full, but I'm just doing it because I'm close to home for that many more hours in a given week. Yes, I've been feeling it too. Question 40, do you get your five fruit and veg? Oh, I mean, I certainly try to. I would say I, prob I probably do. A day. A what? <laughs> Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.